Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys in the filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. We have a couple of interesting uh, tidbits that we're going to be talking about today. Nothing really big, nothing major. But guys, I wanted to um, talk about some news. It's been a while since we we talked about the news. And so I, I thought I'd bring you the news today. So three topics that I thought was really interesting. Um, so let me know um, what you guys think. Uh, first and foremost, you guys know that we've, you, we've talked about it in the past. We have a bunch of reunions. Uh, I think the... The Fresh Prince already happened, right? Or is it still is it still happening? It happened already. It happened happened already, and then so we had a bunch of things. But uh, have you guys heard the latest um, classic TV show that um, is doing a uh, a reunion, uh, like a virtual reunion? No, who's next? Um, Happy Days is doing. Oh, I saw a, that. Is really? doing a, a virtual reunion now. Here's the interesting tidbit that I kind of wanted to ask you, or um, run by you guys, because the people Henry Winkler, I think, is the one handling it. Okay, um, and he, they're doing it to uh, they're doing it as a um, uh, a way to fundraise for Joe Biden. Okay, now we're not I, we're not here. We're not a, a political um, you know a podcast. But what was inter- what's interesting is, of course, Scott Bayo, I believe his name was Chachi in the show, um, is an avid Trump uh, supporter, and he has already declared that he doesn't believe that uh, that he's not going to be there. And at the same time, he's denouncing the whole thing as like uh, just one huge publicity. What do you guys think uh, of the announcement that Happy Days is um, is going to be doing a reunion? It's a curious choice to do it at this stage or at this time, but um, I mean, yeah, that seems to be the trend is these great reunion shows. Um, I got to be perfectly honest, because even for our generation, um, Happy Days is kind of a, a is already kind of a deep, you know, a, a, a deep cut. So, like, I don't know how many fans are still out there, but obviously, you know, the uh, the Fonz is uh, influence still strong in this day, but it's kind of like an old school kind of thing. But um, so that's an interesting take. And um more power to them. I, I know it's not. It costs them nothing, to be perfectly honest, for the, paying for their bandwidth and their internet access. But, um, and on the second part of that, you mentioned that to use it as a platform for, you know, to 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 support a, a candidate. Um, even more interesting. I mean, yeah, I, you know, the, that 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 does come with the stereotype that Hollywood does lean left. You know, the L.A. and SoCal and California in general. You know, it does lean towards uh, the. Uh, a more bluer state so it's you know it, it is kind of a, a given uh, if you want to say that you know anybody's going to do that but yeah it's it's interesting uh, scott Pio is another one of those curiosities uh, i'll call him that uh, you know it's uh you know uh, harold and i like to spend time on the bluebird app uh he seems to be very a- uh, active on twitter and especially during elections or during political season. So, you know, it, it, I'm not surprised that he uh, made all that those announcements that he's going to, you know, uh, bow out of this reunion and that he's, uh, you know, foo-fooing this whole thing. So I, I, I won't, I can't say that I'm surprised, but I mean, more part to them, more part to them on that one. And hopefully it's a success or, you know, at least it's something that can uh, mobilize a lot of, uh, a lot of people out there. I don't know who's who's clamoring for this reunion. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's that, that's what I was trying to I mean, say. I, I, like, I as, as a yeah. as a child, I watched Happy Days 
a lot, like way more than most people my age would ever watch that show because, you know, I, as someone who loves the music of the 50s and 60s, that was like a, a, gen, uh, a generation I was very interested in learning about, even if it was through like a television show and whatnot. But um, that is interesting because everybody is a senior citizen there. <laughs> um, like, are they mobile? How how do they how do you mobilize senior citizens through the internet? I don't know. Understand the, I mean that's great. It's good for them that you know they're showing their support for whatever political party they want to go towards, um, and I think it was a given right away that once they was they you know said that they were going to do that that uh, Scott Bale was not going to be doing it at all, um, because he is, I think the number one, and that's kind of sad, but he's the number one celebrity Trump supporter. So when when Chachi is your your most celebrated uh, celebrity, there there might be an issue there. Uh, my only thing is, are uh, excuse it, me, James is, Woods. Uh, excuse so Chachi me. is the most. Excuse me, Christy Brinkley. Uh, no, Christy Swanson. Oh, no, <laughs> not Brinkley. Uh, Christy, the one from Cheers. No, the the girl from Cheers. Oh, Christy Alley. Alley, 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 Alley. I'm talking about Chris, Chrissy Swanson from, uh, you know, the hot one. But um, my, my only thing is, is uh, like Lewis said, we do follow Twitter a lot. So I know Ron Howard and Henry Winkler, the only real stars out of that show besides Tom Bosley and Marion Ross. But like when you think of those show, that show, you think of Ron Howard second and you think of Henry Winkler, the Fonz first. Those guys are very political. They're very. They have a very active political feed on their uh, accounts. So good for them. Um, my only question, like I've been trying to remember, is is Ted McGinley going to be there? Because he is the other actor I really care the most about. Because he's Ted McGinley. He deserves <laughs> all the best. Um, one one caveat in this whole thing. Um, so there's a rumor that. They uh, or I think it's rumor, but they of course, if they're going to do a, a table reading or anything like that, they of course need to replace somebody as Chachi. Uh, Have you guys heard of who the replacement is going to be? Oh, I I read I I I don't remember who it is. John Stamos. There you go. Wow, that <laughs> that's the most. Up, that's an upgrade. That's an upgrade. That's, but that's appropriate that casting, though. You know. <laughs> So um, I, I thought that was like, as I was going through like the feeds of all like the uh, pop culture um, uh, things, I was like, ooh, interesting. Um, second news article. And um, I, this is something that um, really actually piqued my interest um, is they've announced that the Fast and the Furious is actually going to have a, they've already set up a finale. So um, Fast and the Furious 9. Um, and by the way, I, 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 we, we all know that it's already been confirmed that they're going to space. Okay? So high. So, so high. So, so I'd, I'd, you'd think that that would be the finale, but they've announced that they're going to have a two more, 10 and 11. And so they've basically set up um, a Infinity War, an Endgame movie for for Fast and the Furious. Um, the, the two movies are going to be, um, are, are being uh, helmed by Justin Lin. So, um, are you guys excited? Are you guys um, curious? What are your thoughts about this one? H, I'll let you go first since you're the you're the the uh, Fast and Furious guy. Um, <laughs> so here's the other here's the other thing that before we go into it is it's the end of the main Fast and the Furious 
timeline, but it's not the end of the other side quests that they've decided that they're going to make for these movies. So yeah, because um, we, we have Hobbs and Shaw, but we have the um, the racing uh, the racing um, cartoon in Netflix, right? Yeah, that should be I think uh, next year. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be this year, but I think it's coming out next year. But uh, um, you know what? I'm still gonna watch it. I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't know what's past. I mean, there's outer space, then there's like beyond space. So my dream, this is my dream scenario. Stop me if you think this is ridiculous. But they set up a racing track on the rings of Saturn. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> and then they just do they just do quarter miles at a time. On the rings of Saturn. <laughs> Will it look like Rainbow Road from <laughs> from Mario Kart? I I believe that's what the the end game is. <laughs> so, um, Lewis, so what, what what do you think? What do you think? I you know I gotta be honest. I'm in on it. I am totally in for uh, in for it. Call me filthy, dirty, casual, but I love some schlocky, fast and furious action. I think it has definitely. I, I'm with what all the critics have said already that uh, the Fast and Furious is, has uh, has uh, basically let go of uh, any concept of physics and 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 practicality and just threw that out the window the moment they uh, jumped cars between the Burj Khalifa in Fast Six, I think, or Five. Uh, there, there's way more worse physics before that. Was <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, you know that that's the one that everybody goes back to. So you're you're throwing a what a two ton Ferrari between two buildings. Cool, let's go for it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to wherever they go. Um, I'm glad to hear that they're at least gonna get to uh, to their tenth installment, if not eleventh, because uh, like I said on on our Facebook page years ago or months ago, I, I can't wait for Fast Ten. You know, Fast Ten, your seatbelts. You're welcome. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so will part 11 be unfastened? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and and you're right, H. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like Hobbs and Shaw is gonna go and uh, go away anytime soon either. Um, if you've seen Hobbs and Shaw, you know they set up for a big bad in that one too. Um, and you know, I think I mean, remind me who's making these movies again, dude? It's is it is it is this a Warner Brothers thing or Universal? Universal, Universal right? So you know, I know Universal uh, had to basically give up on their monster verse idea after Tom um, Tom Cruise's um, Tom the Hanks mummy. and the Mummy. <laughs> I was about to say Tom Hanks and the Mummy. It would have been uh, better. I, I watched that movie. <laughs> I would have watched it twice. It was Tom Hanks being chased in the desert. Turns but, out um, the Mummy was Mister Rogers. <laughs> It was oh, dude, <laughs> imagine how scary a mummified Mr. Rogers going, won't you be my neighbor? Lord, I was <laughs> it, it, between him or like a, a zombified Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba. Bubba came back. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so Universal's looking for a winner and you know, they're looking for a, a win. So good for them. They, they, they've caught it. You know, they unintentionally got one with, with their Fast and Furious franchise. And, you know, let's see how, how far they can take it. And, you know, hopefully they don't get too weird with their spinoffs and whatnot. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, it's, we'll it's, it's, it's funny that Fast and the Furious has slowly but surely has, has like ingrained in my head now that um, like I actually, except for maybe uh, Too Fast and uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, the, the second movie. That's the only one that I really don't enjoy too much. 
Um, maybe How dare I, you? I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't enjoy it as much as the others. Dude, I, I think it's way, way better than uh, um, uh, Tokyo Drift. So, um, Tokyo, How dare you? If, 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 if we ever do an episode of like um, like terrible movies that Ranking we really love, that, that ter- like <laughs> a, a terrible movies we really love, um, Tokyo Drift is up there right now for me because like, I, I've at least seen Tokyo Drift like four times within the last two months dude it's always on tv so <laughs> so is so is too fast too furious that's why i keep watching it yeah but i keep on looking at going and eh, no i love <laughs> tries to get no. through his stomach <laughs> no love for tyrese come on i man. guess not dude um last last one and so this I, I don't know if you can call it a controversy, but um, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but um, an in, I think she was an influencer, uh, basically kind of commented about um, how um, they did the idea of the Hollywood's best um, uh, Chris's. And um, they had basically said that Chris Pratt uh, was the worst one and that, uh, that uh, he should be kicked out. Um, and all of a sudden, um, just last couple of days, you have um, Ruffalo and um, what's his name? Um, uh, well, I can't remember for the love of me, uh, Iron Man's name, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, standing up for Chris Pratt, talking about how he's a he's a Christian, a great man, um, standing dude, uh, upstanding dude. So um, you know, uh, not to poo poo anything, but uh, I wanted to get your answer. Uh, between Chris Pi- Chris Evans, Chris Pine, um, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pratt, uh, who would be the top Chris and who would be the worst Chris for you, and why? Hmm. Uh, uh, let me go first on this one. Let me give me uh, give me a second to kind of. Well, I'll go. I'll go. Go for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, you guys yeah. can think. Um, I would go with um, Chris Hemsworth just because of, of, uh, of how um, dreamy he is. And so um, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to, you know, you have, you have the connection to Star Trek. You have him for Men in Black. And then you have him for Marvel's Avengers. Um, all three of, uh, all three um, like series um, my, uh, are stuff that I love. So I think I'm going to go with him. And I don't know. I I actually do kind of agree with the whole Chris Pratt being the the lower rung there. I'm now I'm not judging by his, you know, his like uh, how great of a person he is and his achievements. Just I don't know. Um, if we would take a look at it, I actually rank Chris Pine over um, Chris Pratt anytime. Interesting. Interesting. Um... Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to go. I think okay, this uh, I, I actually did kind of catch a little bit of that controversy. I know a lot of uh, folks online were trying to cancel Chris Pratt because of his political or religious leanings. Even uh, I think his 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 wife, you know, uh, one of, one of Schwarzenegger's daughters, uh, came to his defense, and and even I think yeah, you're right. Like most of the Avengers online came to his defense as well. They but assembled. Not, yeah, they assembled. They, they actually did assemble, though. You know that, right? <laughs> this is where the controversy started. Is the fact that yeah, because um, again on the on, on the Twitter, um, I guess that's the funny part is that they came to defend this guy when they did not come to Brie Larson's defense when everybody was being a misogynistic pig towards her as Captain Marvel or defending. Um, Oh Lord, the Falcon! I can't remember the Falcon's name now. 
um, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie's defense when everybody was poo-pooing the decision that you know, we haven't even seen the new show yet, Falcon and the, and the Winter Soldier, but everybody's poo-pooing the, the decision to have him be the next Captain America, which, I mean, to be perfectly honest, not been confirmed yet. It has happened in the comic books, but we don't even know that. Oh, you know, it's, He was uh, given the shield. I, I know, but uh, I mean, for me, until he puts on a costume and calls himself Captain America right now he's just Falcon with a prop so we'll we'll, we'll kind of I, I want to see the progress you know I, I know yeah we, we're the comic book fans we know where it ends but you know I want I want to see, I want to see that journey uh but 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 going back real quick to um Dennis's question of ranking power ranking the, the Chris's um I'm, I'm I'm not saying this just because my wife is in the room but I'm gonna have to put Chris Evans on top yeah, um, she just gave me a wonderful thumbs up and a fist pump now um, would she <laughs> not would she um you know chris evans for uh for for sheer beefcake factor and not to mention you know the the, the feels and, and all of his shows um i would actually put hemsworth second just because like i think i like him most from the last few movies because of the fact that yeah i think we talked about this when we were ranking our marvel movies the fact that marvel embraced the fact that dude is handsome or not handsome he's he's funny and handsome like they didn't like, they, they didn't lean too hard on the fact that he's like six seven you know blonde hair handsome as heck but they love the fact that he's a funny guy who's got great comedic timing and he's just funny and okay so the pratt the, the pratt, pratt and pine um i don't want to poo poo on pines film uh you know uh, films but i think i want to rank pratt above pine um just but wait like, you, you were going hunkiness though I know I am going hunkiness, but like, I think, yeah, I got to go 180 on this one because I think, yeah, well, well, uh, Pratt's character in Parks and Rec um, was one of the most loyal. He was a doof, but he was a loyal husband and friend. So that gives me point, point, give him, excuse me, wow, excuse me, gives him <laughs> points. <laughs> I think I had a stroke just thinking of all these, the, the Chris's got me all like for clumps. <laughs> And yeah, you know, all I, the I, blood I, rushed somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> and actually, you know what? You're right, Dan. I think you're right. In terms of hunkiness, I need, I need, uh, I need a greater body of work for Chris, uh, Chris Pine without a shirt to really judge and be part of this, you know, this, uh, this, uh, this, this Mount Rushmore of Chris's. But have so you far... seen Chris Pine's eyes? My God. <laughs> You know, even animated in Spider-Verse, it was dreamy. So that, that shows you how good he is, you know? Wait, he was he was Peter Parker in that one, right? Please tell me I'm, I'm right. Hello? <laughs> Damn, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> I just wanted to keep it quiet so you figured it out. Know. So. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, yes, I was right. He was he was the, he was the Spider-Man who dies in Spider-Verse. Yes, he's the original. Yeah. But, yes. I mean, come uh, on. What? What else do you need? He is he's he's in what he's in Wonder Woman, so he's 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 the star of of Star Trek. Um, he's been in a a Tom Clancy film. I know. I still got to see that. And then and then he's also in the Marvel verse. Like this this dude has done everything. And his eyes, bro. His (laughs) eyes. His eyes get lost in Chris Pine's eyes. Wait, is it is he in Marvel? Now, oh, I didn't know that. Well, technically Sony because of uh oh that's you're right you okay, just said okay. Spider Man yeah that's true you're right you're right Harold yeah. are you going to hunkiness or just it, ranking them the Chris's well I thought L- Lewis was going hunkiness that's why oh okay oh I'm that's going... how you went on that 
Um, if this is pre two thousand seventeen, then Hemsworth would be at the bottom. But because of Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame, he goes to second for me. Uh, Chris Evans is always going to be first because, uh, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, not another teen movie. And then he was obviously Captain America, but he was also in Scott Pilgrim. So, I mean, how? True. how? And I got to agree with Lou, actually. Um, Chris Pine is at the bottom for me because um, of the fact that... See, this is so this is what happened. Why it got into controversy is the rest of the Avengers did a virtual reunion for Kamala Harris as a fundraiser. And oh, everyone, okay, okay. and they were very like, why does it seem like every Avengers attending except for Chris Pratt? And it's like, if you guys, I mean, people should know he's a strict Republican because he's very Christian. Um, he is one he, the, the issue that everyone has with Chris Pratt is his church is one of the churches that backs um, uh, what's it called? The, uh, trying to change people who are gay or lesbian, like the conver- conversion therapy. So his church is one of those proponents of conversion therapy. So people have been like shitting all over him for the past however long since they've known that. But I don't, I with actors and everything, I don't take like religion into account because if we did, then we'd all be just crapping on Tom Cruise and uh, Michael Pena all the time for being Scientologists. But you know, we enjoy Is Pena Scientologist. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way Michael Pena becomes famous if he's not a Scientologist. How Him and Giovanni Rubisi. But like, um, like, uh, so I, I don't take their, their personal lives into account unless it's like seriously wrong. I mean, but since we're, we're ranking basically off entertainment value and, you know, uh, Chris Pratt was Andy Dwyer, like Lewis said. One of my favorite characters from my favorite TV show. So um, that's always going to be, you know, higher ranking than any Star Trek or Wonder Woman's ever going to be for me. So if you're going for hunkiness, if I'm going for <laughs> hunkiness, then Chris Pine's still at the bottom. Oh, like, boo! Those eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's all he's. That's all he's got. Yeah, no, fine. Personality doesn't count in hunkiness. <laughs> <laughs> if it okay. was, we'd all be hunks. <laughs> Okay, um, so that's it for my news. Um, Lewis, I think we're finally going to actually do something that we used to do and actually talk about like possible movies that are coming up. Is this true? Don't 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 get my hopes up, man. <laughs> let's, let's not get my hopes up. So yeah, let's talk about one of the latest trailers to come from Disney this past week that got most of the internet pretty excited, actually, and kind of looking forward to next year. So this past week, um, you guys are, I think we're going to have to have the consensus and see how it's pronounced, but uh, Disney finally dropped the first look for Raya, or Raya? Raya and the Last Dragon. So obviously lots of folks, our generation had a lot of fun with that last port, the last part, you know, the last dragon, all the jokes came about, but yeah, so we got a first look of this new Disney princess, uh, you know, this new cartoon set in the, or a fictionalized, I, I want to say, fictionalized version of, you know, Southeast Asia, which is getting a lot of people like us uh, pretty hyped up. So yeah, what did you guys think of this minute, I think it's a two minute trailer 
uh, not a lot of dialogue, a lot of, uh, I, 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 uh, I gotta be honest, there's a little bit of exposition, uh, something about looking for the last dragon to help save her, uh, her world, but not a lot of other details uh, uh, included in the trailer. So, you know, it, it was a bit of a short look. It's her first look, but uh, what'd you guys think? Um, first and foremost, when I first heard you say Raya the Last Dragon, for some reason, uh, um, I all of a sudden thought you were you said Denver the Last uh, Dinosaur, and the song <laughs> is right now playing in my head. Um, he's my friend, and so much more is the only thing I can think of. But um, in terms of the actual actual trailer, I was not expecting what I saw. Because I, I I knew it was coming. Um, I knew it was coming. Was yeah. it, it Kelly Kelly Mary Tran or something? Like yeah, that? Kelly yeah. Mary Tran from um, uh, from Last uh, uh, Last Jedi. Yes. Yeah. So it all, it's all last 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 here. <laughs> um, and so you know, I heard about it, and I, when I first saw, um, when I first heard about it, I was I I really thought because they were they used um they used like from the makers of Moana from the makers of. Of, of Frozen, um, I, I thought it was good. I thought this was their newest, like, uh, print Disney princess movie, you know. And so when I saw when I started watching the trailer, that's what I was watching, and what I got was so much, so much different from what I was expecting. So I, um, at first watch, I was really uh, flabbergasted, um, but as I watched it a little bit more, I have to tell you, I'm actually pretty excited. Is I mean, aside from Big Hero Six, uh, although that is Big Hero Six Pixar or, or Disney, 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 Disney. So, um, I, I, so they they already succeeded with Big Hero Six having like an action movie. So, aside from Big Hero Six, I can't think of any other movie that Disney has done in uh, lately in the animated series or uh, the uh, the 3D animation, whatever you want to call it, that um actually doesn't look like it's 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 going down the usual disney princess route so i'm really excited um secondly i'm also excited because when i first heard about it i really thought it was going to be another one of those oh this is like um like a, a milan thing where this is going to be an epic about china but as i watched more as like and people started like doing screen grabs um i i, I started kind of getting excited considering that this is or this might be an interesting look into, as you said, the East Asian countries. So um, looking forward to it. Um, it's, you know, it does have the, the same, some of the same uh, uh, tropes and cliches that we have. When we, we have the, the cute animal um, that this, this, this girl is going to have, but it's, um, I'm hoping it's going to follow the, the theme that, um, that Elsa and Moana has had, where it's like a strong woman character. Um, so uh, really looking forward to it. Um, I can't wait to see it supposedly next year. Have you heard the what the alternate title for the movie is supposed to be? It's what? supposed to be <clears throat> Hmong Us. Hmong. <laughs> yes, yeah, I got it. I got it. Hmong. <laughs> got it. Right. Um, I, I, I'm honestly... You know why? Uh, you know why they they couldn't have it as the title, right? Why? Uh, they don't have uh, uh, the the alphabet for it. Uh, unfortunate. <laughs> Asian M studies guys get with it. <laughs> um, 
I saw the, I've only seen the trailer just the one time because it's been a pretty busy week at work where I, you know, take my time to watch trailers and stuff. Um, visually very interesting, and like Dennis said, it's it's nice that they're going away from the standard um, princess fairy tale storyline here. And uh, like Lewis has been pointing out to a lot on a lot of our social media stuff, where we have um, actual tribes which are not typically seen in uh like asian uh cinema for the most part i mean besides you know like feudal tribes and everything like that where we actually have like tribe like tribal tribesmen Wait, i know that's the word <laughs> <laughs> truly <laughs> tribal tribesmen <laughs> exactly so it's weird because like you know such a wordsmith i know Thank you, Harold. <laughs> that's why i wanted spelling be in first grade <laughs> but it's it's just like see you know they they talk about diversity a lot uh more recently where you know people have been very adamant about hearing uh new stories like different stories where you know people are over the you know um, typical eurocentric uh north american centric movies where let's try to find something different and you know when mulan first came out they were like, okay, this is an interesting thing, but it's they according to a lot of people, that wasn't a true um, Disney princess storyline because it was actually somewhat historical and whatnot. Um, then you had Moana come out, and like Dennis said, actually, it's kind of interesting that we had Big Hero Six, which was technically uh, multi ethnic, multi ethnic, because we had uh, a Japanese American or San Francisco, whatever the hell that's supposed to be. Um, citizens uh, participating in this in, in this uh in the landscape in the in the storyline landscape and, and then we have here where we're going a little bit fairy tale not so much fairy tale but um uh what's the word i'm looking for like mythical more mythical stuff right so it's not your typical a to b to c for the happy ending kind of deal i think it's going to go in a lot of different directions and i hope that it does and it's not very um your usual storyline and we get something a little bit different this time yeah um i agree the the one concern i do have is that aside from at least from based on just like a couple um uh, google searches i did a while ago um you know while the writers are definitely represent uh, at least based on the last names we have like uh, uh it looks like i'm pronouncing it i'm hope I'm hoping I'm, I'm not butchering it. It's, uh, looks like Chi Win and like Adele Lim. So definitely the writers look like they're they're representing the East Asian side of, of, of the the culture here. But if you take a look at the uh, like the directors, uh, their, their name is Don Hall and Carlos Lopez Estrada. So um, unless Lopez Estrada is Filipino, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, again, I'm hoping that this is not going to be one of those things where they're just using um, like Asian stereotypes and Asian um, uh, pop culture and putting it together to make it look cool. Um, you know, the one thing that I really liked about Moana is that the people, even though, even though it was, um, it was uh, it, it, one of the, the uh, one of the um, writers of the um, was uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, you know, they really did look in depth into the culture of 
of of the uh, of the people. So that's what I'm hoping that it's not just tribes people because it would be cool to be tribes people. I think somebody, well, I don't know. I think it might have been Lewis or one of you guys, were kind of hinted at the fact that some of the people looked maybe Filipino. You know, um, you know, with with uh, the way they're represented. So I'm hoping that these tribes are going to have their own like representation and not just like a homogenous. These are what Asian people are supposed to look like and sound like that thing. Right. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Like, I, I, I think, um, you know, it's not going to be like not that Moana was obviously based 100 percent on truth and then and, and his, his historical fact. But, you know, that one was a little more grounded in the, in the world that we know of. It looks like this one is like what Harold mentioned. It, it is a lot. It feels a lot more mythical even though it obviously has a lot of great little uh, nods and little pieces of the world that we know and we live in now. Um, speaking of which, dudes, um, I, I know, Dennis, you're a big proponent and you practice it yourself, but how hyped were you to see Raya with Kalistics? Yeah, I was kind of confused because, again, I told you, like, when I first, th I thought this was, like, a Chinese, like, um, you know, a Chinese, like, centric mm -hmm. show. And then when the first scene, it was like, whoa, is that <laughs> So she's running full speed and she's got these sticks in her arms. Like, is this like, I hate to say it, but I was like, am I, am I watching somebody's like fanfic? Is this like somebody's like video? Cause like this, this looks like the kind of thing that, you know, I love you guys, but this is the kind of thing that you guys would share and maybe like five people would watch in a small theater in like, you know, in Glendale. But this is like a Disney production with straight up Arnistics that I've seen, you know, our gurus use in practice and like the, the stuff that I'm sure you guys have at home. Like I have a pair of sticks here in my garage. I look exactly like the ones that Raya had. So I was like, I was kind of hyped. I'm like, OK, so I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not the you know, I, I'm not the, uh, the, the the gatekeeper for for Arnis and Kali and, uh, and FMA, but like. You kind of pass that test, at least for, for this, at least for this casual. So I, I dig that. I dig that. And not that, uh, I mean, like you said, too, this looks a lot more action oriented than your typical uh, princess or Disney movie. So I'm not sure how much more violent or how much action is going to be in this. But for the, the small parts where they did show, you know, the screenshots that I've seen, at least, you know, the, the shots of the weapons and the, the swords that they've shown, it's like, dude, this is like pretty accurate. I mean, again, I'm not the historian. I, you know, I'm sure they have some, they have people on their payroll who's gone to Filipino homes and see, have seen those like plaques of like swords of the Philippines. And they're like, I like that one. And I, I like that one too. I like the bendy one. We'll use that one. <laughs> so it, I, I dig that a lot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fully hyped and fully like ready for this. Um, I've joked with some uh, other friends uh, um, saying like you know the uh arnis and and stick fighting has been ingrained in like popular culture without us even knowing like you know dennis's favorite superhero Nightwing uses that every day in his comic books and you know in, in arrow and all the cw uh, movies black widow uses sticks um to fight so you know it's there like people use it it's in hollywood so i'm i'm glad i'm excited to see it hopefully be like on the main stage and let like they they celebrate it instead of it just being like um you know a, a footnote or like a little thing that you might have to research after the fact like hopefully this becomes like front and center like this is a martial art that you can learn that is very popular and you know yeah maybe we can this will be the this will be the moment and it's funny that you always as you said it's ingrained in ingrained in um in the culture or in, in pop culture but it's always non 
Filipinos, non-Asian, yeah. non-whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hell, you know, one of the more famous, aside from the people that you called for, one of the most famous people that uh, that always use is uh, Arnis Eskrima is Jason Bourne. You know, oh, like, yeah, that's right. there's, there's the one of the scenes, I think, is the second one where he takes out, you know, like he's fighting and um, he, he he grabs like a newspaper and yeah. rolls it up and starts using it like, damn it. <laughs> of course, Jason Bourne. Okay, but... Of course, Jason Bourne. Did, did, you, uh, did you guys know, and this is like, a, uh, I guess, a side note, but um, one of the melee weapons in Call of Duty is Kali Sticks? I did Absolutely. not. Absolutely. 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 It's, that's, that's, it's that's, tough that's... to get them, but now since there's like a new gameplay that's been coming out, um, a lot more people are using it. So a lot, if you just hear a lot of streamers actually saying the words Kali sticks, but it's like, you know, Kali sticks. Kali sticks. Kali sticks. I got to hit him with them Kali sticks. California. <laughs> yeah. So. If, 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 actually, you ever, yeah great. if you ever hear uh, Lewis's son um, say, just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I would just smack him in the back of the head. Actually, dude, yeah, um, I think um, my son actually grinded for that one, and he's actually been using those sticks in his uh, one of his uh, main loadouts. So oh, nice. props to him for that one. I was actually kind of surprised watching him play, and like he pulls it out for his melee weapon. Like, oh, you can use that. I don't know how effective it is though, but like against the zombies, it's perfect. Ah, well, turns out you don't need to reload sticks. No, so, you, know, you, you don't run. Up, you don't run out. There's, of no, there's no reload time, and the funny, <laughs> just the funniest thing is, like Dennis, haven't you haven't seen it? But when you're walking around with the sticks, they're twirling it the whole time. No. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's oh, okay. I have, I, have to, I have to take a look at it at the YouTube this to see what it looks like. Awesome. Yeah. It, it's the dawn of uh, of Kali, bro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> This is this is the, the the nunchuck moment for for Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. It's like everybody's gonna want one now. <laughs> They're all gonna walk around with Kali sticks. Yes, this is the Sai and Raphael and Ninja Turtles. It's like everybody's gonna want one now. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, it's Donatello having his weapon cut in half. Yeah, so it's twice as effective. <laughs> I mean, half the reach, but twice as effective. So you know, exactly. Do the math. <laughs> Okay, so I think Lewis, we have one more trailer, I believe. Yes. Um, actually, no, that's all I had. Well, uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh no, I well, if you're not going to bring it up, I'm oh, yeah, going to bring go, it up. Go for it. Go for it. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes um, You know, the, the other trailer, it's not a movie trailer. It's actually a show that's going to be coming out on Hulu pretty soon, which I am so totally excited about it. Which Lewis, I was really upset that I, when I found out that you posted um, Raya. Uh, on our our Facebook group, and you didn't post um, the this one. That's oh. why I had to do it this morning. So the uh, the trailer that dropped along with uh, Raya and I guess Lewis with his um, Asian M study uh, <laughs> um, uh, bent over there decided to ignore it um, was Animaniacs. Animaniacs is finally back. Um, there's I believe 13 episodes that that, that is set. Um, supposedly, um, it, it, the second season is a pretty pretty much greenlit um, as long uh, barring like any like really really terrible like reviews. But um, you know, I saw the I saw the trailer. Um, I have to tell you, just like what I said on the um, our, our our Facebook page, really excited about it. Really um, uh, um, looking forward to it. I want to. I've, I've introduced my daughter to the Animaniacs. She loves it. Um, but now this is an opportunity for us to watch a new show together. So that I'm hoping that she's going to get into it. What do you guys think about it? If you guys were able to watch it. I saw the trailer. I am aptly hyped. I love the fact that, the, like, 
Um, I know that you put on the Facebook group that um, you, you know you're, you're wondering if they're going go to go get away with a lot some of the um, the PC or the un PC jokes that they got away with in their first run, like fingerprints. Um, yeah, I, I what I think what I also liked about that first run though is how a lot of it was like not that I'm like a Hollywood insider or whatever, but like a lot of the tongue in cheek clever like almost like yeah but clever hollywood jokes or jokes about movies and it wasn't like lowbrow like you know I, I know last episode we were talking about like date movie and all those horrible parody movies but like it almost smart it almost felt like those animaniacs jokes like they they made fun of pop culture in such a clever and smart way that didn't make you feel dumb and like from at least from the trailer from the two minutes that we've seen they do it pretty well they do it very like smartly so hopefully a lot of that humor translates uh and keeps going um my only concern is actually i shouldn't even be concerned because i was going to say like maybe the kids nowadays are not used to this kind of animation style but like we talked about in our animation episode like uh you know all the stuff on 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 nickelodeon and and, and disney and all that other stuff it's not the traditional way anymore or it hasn't been in a long time so yeah i mean the style of animation shouldn't be a turnoff for a lot of people um and i mean i don't know i'm not in their marketing group either so maybe it's not even targeted at kids it's targeted at people like dennis and i who grew up on it back in the 90s and now have kids who will gladly play it for them um so yeah hopefully you know it finds a market it keeps going i think you're right i think in one of the trailers it does tease that like it's or you know a joke that um uh, the the three siblings signed a two-year contract so hopefully we do see two seasons of this um i haven't even seen one episode yet but yeah i'm in i'm in do you know if they have the same uh voice actors or did they replace Oh, they do. Yeah, awesome. yeah. that's good actor. to know. They kept all the voice actors. That's um, cool. even for uh, Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. That's really cool. They've yeah, the, the, the thing that I've been seeing is that <clears throat> the yeah, it's still funny because they're still doing. They're still going to do some of the the inside Hollywood stuff, which is what I loved about the, the original series. But they're also doing like a, a lot of um, current current stuff. So I these I saw the one joke about mansplaining. Uh, so there's, you know, they're gonna use uh, dot a lot, I believe, as sure, the main character sure. for these things. Okay. So, um, the other I'm thing excited, that I was think- scared, <laughs> yeah, the other thing that I was thinking is, or as far as I know, it's just gonna be, um, it's just gonna be uh, the Animaniacs main characters and then just Pinky in the Brain and no other side characters. Oh, interesting, okay, so no, no, um. No buttons, no uh, Mindy. Mindy, no good feathers. No one really cared about Rita and Rent or the or the squirrels. Oh, no! Whoa, 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 whoa! Slappy the squirrel was classic, dude. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. I mean, we, uh, we just, I, I think she was a little too. Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to go for here? It's kind of PC. <laughs> Risque, yeah. <laughs> not risque, but so much uh, very like an atypical older woman kind of deal. Oh, right. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was more uh, not upset, but I loved the good feathers so much. Oh, because I did too. I, I also love good fellas. So that was always like, like a great crossover in that one of the most violent films ever had a cartoon <laughs> parody of it, like at all times, which. Kind of never made sense to me because there's a Joe Pesci and Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro birds and a Marlon Brando bird, which like, yeah, as a kid, I thought it was funny. And then when I finally saw the movies, I was like, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> why? Why are they doing this? I was like, I was like, that guy killed a lot of people, <laughs> and and yeah, here we are laughing at them. But and I I think that's the one thing I'm hoping and praying for because Animaniacs, um, Lewis kind of used the words. It was it was I, or at least I think he said it. Um, it was beyond its time at that point. Like it's like considering all the. Considering all like the the pop culture references, the uh, uh, its take on movies and all these things, um, it was what we as you know podcasters do all the time. It just jokes or joke around and talk about uh, pop culture. And so I was thinking about it, you know, because I was thinking, is it going to work? Well, it pretty much works now. And so I think I I think there's going to be an audience there. But I think I go back to what I said in uh, in Facebook is my biggest worry still is really the PC police because um, if you think about one of the one of their catchphrases and notice how they didn't say it is hello nurse. And hello nurse was basically yakko and wacko um, sexually um, you harassing. know uh, harassing women, you know. So and um, so will they you know what can they get get away with what can they you know maybe maybe they do push the boundaries and maybe they find a different way of telling those same stories same jokes without having to cross over into controversial uh, uh, material so i don't know but really looking forward to it um i think it's coming out like a couple days yeah Um, i believe so so i know i'm chances are i'm gonna binge it unless it's like a per episode thing so um i'm hoping it's gonna be a per episode thing just because i want to like savor it i don't know yeah i get you um i used to be a big fan of the netflix model but after the boys and a couple of other shows or and, and mando um i don't mind the weekly you know standby i actually like sitting and kind of stewing and thinking about the episode that just passed looking forward to the next one and kind of having everybody on the same page um <laughs> Uh, you, you reminded me then like yeah the whole hello nurse joke like even animating a sexy nurse for a cartoon i don't know if that's gonna happen but you know i'm sure they'll they'll do something clever or do something like that uh speaking of clever i'm glad uh harold brought up the the uh the good feathers so you're right because like even for our generation you know in the in, in the 90s uh making jokes about uh, uh italian king gang movie so like are they gonna make fun of like the revenant maybe or maybe they'll have like a leo dicaprio uh, character who yeah I, I don't know we'll, we'll see you know I, in spielberg we trust and so let's see how, how they pull it off so it looks like we have time harold for the game that you've been teasing this whole this whole uh, last couple uh, last couple days so you big tease you you finally <laughs> have an opportunity to to just like show it off for us right now Okay. This is a fun. Uh, this this is it's a game where I'm gonna ask you guys for your obviously for your answers for things, but we're not whoa, doing whoa, whoa, our usual thing. That's complicated. Like, You're gonna ask <laughs> us questions for answers of things. Okay, exactly. But it it you know how we usually have when we play the games that I come up with. I'm usually pitting you guys against each other. I was gonna say I already I I've already lost. So thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, this time you know. It's strictly obviously everything's always strictly opinion, but your answers are you know unto themselves, and they stand for themselves here. You don't need me as the third party. So <clears throat> this is kind. Of, I have no idea of, what you just said, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> the, there's no there's no tiebreaker. There's basically no tiebreaker. So whatever happens happens. Um, so the the 
it, it's kind of along the lines of the little thing we played earlier where we ranked the Chris's. But um, so I remember asking you guys before if you'd ever seen the movie yesterday, that one about murder, the Beatles. Murder F. Kill? No, or... no, no. <laughs> kind of. Because I don't want to. Like that. I don't want no, to do that. I'm not going to kill, kill anybody here. But um, <laughs> so the in the movie yesterday, uh, the premise of the movie is that the Beatles no longer exist and nobody knows anything about the Beatles. The other side to that is because the Beatles don't exist, there's certain other things in the world that no longer exist because they don't exist. So it's like take into account what I'm going to ask you guys to do is you're going to remove someone from history. And then you have to think about all the repercussions of taking that person out of history means. Okay. 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 I, I dig it. It's kind of like a yeah, a what if butterfly kind of situation. Exactly. So if this person or this this thing doesn't exist anymore, think of you can know, you can think about loud, and then you can do it. All right, ready? Let's go. So for this it. is based off a, a another Twitter poll that came out a few months ago. So you have to remove one of these actors: Leonardo DiCaprio, Christian Bale, Brad Pitt. Or Russell Crowe. Oh wow, um, Russell Crowe, because I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like fighting around the world. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? Let's start with this. Um, let's see. Okay, okay. So, well, before I commit to my Russell Crowe answer, so who are the the, the people again? Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale, Brad Pitt, and then Russell Crowe. Okay. And so what would happen if we actually take them out of history? That's uh, what that's what you have to figure out. I think, you know, as a as a casual movie guy, I think I'm with Dennis. I think I would be okay without Russell Crowe. Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm sure Master and Commander had a lot of fans, but I was not one of them. I never saw it. I think I tried to on a date, and then I, like, checked out. But besides that, Gladiator is really the only thing in his movies that I'm like, that was his peak. Everybody else, though, have, like, really great movies that I don't know if I can do without. Maybe Pitt? He's a great... Like... He's not the guy that I go see. DiCaprio and Bale, however, they got like, I mean, okay, first off, comic book nerd. So if you get rid of Christian Bale, there goes the Chris Nolan Batman trilogy. So can't have that. He's safe. As much as I hated working at AMC during that time, I kind of liked Titanic and it definitely did make a huge effect on like, you know, film and movies. Uh, Brad Pitt, however, he's just like the really handsome, you know, I, I don't know, like you can still have, um, I think you can still have Fight Club without Brad Pitt. Like maybe you can have somebody else. I'm trying to think of who else would be a great, you know, Tyler Durden Russell in Crow. his place. But I think you can do it. So wait, are, are, <laughs> so, so so if so while it looks like um, Lewis is like just taking away everybody there, um, I, I'll, I'll stick with Russell Crowe. So why would that be? Because well, first and foremost, um, there's a bunch of movies that. Um, w w I think would be made better. Like um, without Russell Crowe, you don't need to have Jor-El in The Man of Steel. Um, so that, that, that takes it out. 
um, Les Miserables would actually be really, really good um, <laughs> because you <laughs> put somebody you, who can sing. <laughs> you, you actually put somebody who can sing. Um, let's uh-huh. see. You, 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 you. Without him, you don't need to do a remake of Robin Hood that nobody wanted to do. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I think, I, I think overall, um, who, who else was was uh, he hit? in? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, but but yeah, basically, you're saving um, like good movies and making it into better ones if if you get rid of Russell Crowe for me. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Um, I don't know. I would not want to get rid of uh, Brad Pitt just because I think he's funny. And um, you know, without Brad Pitt, um, Ocean's the Ocean's uh, series won't be any good. Um, um, uh, what's what's her name? Um, the girl from uh, Friends would uh, would be would be happy, I guess. <laughs> Um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston would be happy in his life, I guess, if you get rid of her. Um, Angelina Jolie wouldn't have gone crazy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she would have only adopted two kids. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, she did have the uh, his uh, what's his name's blood and and like a, a vial in his. Uh, yeah, so. Crazy already. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is a difficult one. Are, are we supposed to choose just one person? Yes, give okay. one person. Russell Crowe. <laughs> I agree. I think yeah. Um I I'm with them. I think Crow can go. I would I would be I would be okay without his movies. Crow can go. Crow is go. All right. Uh comedians. Will Farrell, Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, Steve Carell. Oh. Ooh. Wow! Oh. See, the, see the other one. I already immediately knew who I wanted to get rid of. Uh-huh. Ooh, um, Farrell Vaughn. Automatically, you take one of these guys out, and uh, Anchorman doesn't exist. By the way, I was gonna say like, yeah, Will Ferrell's gone, and like, every- <laughs> so you have, to, you have to think. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. So it's like, outside of Anchorman, think of anything else besides. Wait, Ben guys. Stiller's in Anchorman? Yeah, dude. Which one was Ben Stiller? Stan, bitches. <laughs> oh crap! You're right. <laughs> you're right. Okay. That okay, scene okay. was loaded, man. <laughs> By the way, you feel free to edit that part. <laughs> no, no, that was too good. <laughs> um, the hoof. Okay. So, it, it, Carol, it, it's it, Vince Vaughn. Then you, you wouldn't have, Dang, dude. You wouldn't have him. You wouldn't have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith there. Um, or dodgeball, wedding crashers, or wedding crashers, right? Oh, okay. Um, Ben Stiller. No, you have to keep Ben Stiller. Will Ferrell. Let's see, Will Ferrell. How are you gonna put Ferrell last, dude? No, I'm trying to figure out Ferrell. Oh. It's Ferrell between Ferrell and Steve Carell right now. It's Carell Ferrell. <laughs> Carell Ferrell. <laughs> He's one of the Neptunes, right? <laughs> he was the third guy or fourth guy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, it was Pharrell, the black guy, and then Carell. I think I would. I think all in all, I would have to get rid of Steve Carell. Because while amazing, funny, and um, 
um, you know, and funny. I don't think I, I think I can. I think there's more iconic movies between the third, the other three, than Steve Carell. Um, I mean, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to do that one because you, you, I, I don't, you, 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 you don't want to get rid of Elf. You don't want to get rid of, um, you know, uh, like I said, Wedding Crashers, great movie. Um, you don't want to get rid of Dodgeball. That's that's Vaughn and uh, and and um, what's the name there? So, yeah, I'm going to go Armstrong. with Lance yeah. uh, Lam- Armstrong. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Steve Carell. But if I get rid of Steve Carell, I get rid of The Office, which I mean, yep. I, I'm a recent fan, but like. I loved The Office. Like the seasons that he's in out of the, I think out of the nine, if I'm doing my math correctly, out of the nine seasons, he was in seven. And the two that he was not in, and I agree with all the, the nerds online who said is not as strong as the ones when he's been there. So I don't know. And I love 40-year-old Virgin. Like legitimately one of the most underrated like classics, modern classics. Um, ben Stiller, Something About Mary was like such a freaking crazy movie. Great movie. But I don't know, like, okay, uh, using, not using Dennis's metrics, but like, damn it, somebody help me defend Ben Stiller. Because like, I think he's at the bottom, not not like, whoa, not whoa, whoa, the whoa, whoa, list, whoa, like, whoa, 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 excuse me? But what, if, what did you just say? If we're, if we're power ranking these four, I actually think Ben Stiller, I don't know, Uh-oh. Ben Stiller and Carell, if for, if for Dennis it was Pharrell and Pharrell and Carell. Farrell and God again. <laughs> so for me, the bottom is um, okay. Look, actually you you would have to get rid of uh, you would have to get rid of Tropic Thunder, okay. You would oh. have to get rid of um, Zoolander, okay. You would have to and get Mystery rid of Man, okay. You would have you're, you're to get right. rid of Mystery Man. You have to get okay. rid of he's Dodgeball. Back on. He's back on. He's back on. Okay, <laughs> checking. Back up. Back up. Back. He's back on. He's back on. <laughs> I, okay, so you're right. I think you're right. You know what? Our friendship was almost over. <laughs> that's like that's like that one dude that we knew that um that wanted to uh, that said that uh, the guy from Mad TV was a better comedian. Michael McDonald's funnier than Will Ferrell. I'll never forgive that guy for that freaking con- comment. I've if never listened to. The- I never wanted to punch a man over a comment over. <laughs> Michael, Jesus. oh god. Oh, that was tw- almost twenty years ago. It still pisses me off. <laughs> Look, oh, I mean, you know- I mean, I, I, I think for me, and again, I didn't, um, I never got into The Office. Um, I guess like the straight man comedy isn't my type of comedy. But the only thing I could say, if we lose Carell, you wouldn't have uh, Bruce Almighty too. <laughs> Or yeah. Evan, Almighty. you wouldn't Evan have Almighty. Evan Almighty, and you wouldn't have um, Despicable Me, you know, and forty-year-old virgin. But... Yeah, so I don't know. I think worth getting rid of him. <sighs> I guess so. This is a good salesman. I know. I was gonna say, yeah. I guess that's it. Because yeah, I think Farrell and Vaughn were safe, and yeah, now Stiller is too. So sorry, Steve. <laughs> He's gotta go. Even though I did really appreciate uh, Crazy Stupid Love, which I just saw, I, I, I'll take that. I'll take 
I'll give the pandemic a little bit of credit. I've caught up to a lot of movies that Harold's been recommending. Like, I Dude, guess I'll an, see these. That's things. an awesome movie, man. It's actually really good. I love that movie. <laughs> that that kind of plot twist in the middle, well done. It was like, oh, oh yeah, wow. Okay, and she's still she's still hot. So like... right. <laughs> I just realized one movie that I would actually miss if I get rid of him. Get smart. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Are are you two? And Hathaway's best movie. I've never seen that one. <laughs> And Hathaway's best movie. I think it, it, it's on. It's on one of the streaming services. I know that. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. All right, uh, two more just for fun here. Um, Meryl Streep, Sandra Bullock, Drew Barrymore, Julia Roberts. Meryl Streep. <laughs> okay, hold well on. Sorry, Meryl Streep. Um, who's the second one? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, Drew Barrymore, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Ooh. Okay, this is tough. I'm going to go tough. first before, go before ahead, Dennis the salesman uh, ruins my opinion by, okay, by, <laughs> by poisoning the well. But but he, he actually already kind of did by saying it. But um, I think, unfortunately, she might have been before my time of appreciating her, her her body of work. And I know she's like the goat of like every awards show and everything, but I honestly wouldn't miss Streep. Um, Bullock, Barrymore, and, um, and Julia Roberts, Roberts were yeah. formative in my in my grow in my growing up, in my in my <laughs> youth. So I can't imagine like all three of them, I can name a movie that I love them in. Meryl Streep, I know, like I said, she's won every, she's dominated every year. She's on the best actress or best supporting actress list every year, every season without fail. Yet I can't say that I went out of my way to see one of her movies. You know what I mean? So I guess I can't. Like Bullock, I can't do without Speed or Demolition Man. Uh, Barrymore, you know, her whole run of of comedies, amazing, not to mention E.T. That that counts, right? So yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah. Julie Roberts was just amazing, and like, uh, yeah. So, I, I yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go with that. Steel Magnolias by itself, you know, I, I, I puts Roberts in the in the goat category. Which okay, my wife so watch. it was really good, by the way. <laughs> so originally, I was gonna go with Ju- uh, uh, Meryl Streep, okay, because other three iconic. But I think I'm gonna go with Julia Roberts. I would get rid of. Julia Roberts and Lewis. Um, it was between for me. It was between Julia Roberts and Meryl Streep. And then I was started thinking about what movies would I have to miss out without um, without Meryl Streep. Um, first and foremost, um, I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, Devil Wears Prada. Um, I, I think that was her, right? Yes, that was. Yes, um, that was. Her. So um, she was the devil. She was. She was the devil there. So um, a lot of like really. You know, she she, has, she had a lot of serious movies, um, and you know me, I, I'm I'm not really that into the the serious movies. But Lewis, this means that you would not have Mamma Mia. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> no, but so, I'll still have I'll still have the musical though, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> please tell me I'll still have the musical. You still have the musical, yes. But you know, with with Broadway closed, right. um, you know, you wouldn't have anybody uh, doing it. So. There would not be Donna, Donna. Is it Donna Summer or whatever her name is in um, in, um, in in it? So 
I, I, I'm trying to think. Julia Roberts, fine. Um, Pretty Woman, yes. Um, the the movies with the movie with the the British guy. Um, uh, not three weddings and a funeral. Um, Notting Hill. My, be- Notting. my best friend's wedding. My best friend's wedding. Um, was that her? Yeah, no, that was her, right? Notting Hill. Ooh, so between the two, but I think I'm gonna go with. I'll I'll get rid of Julia Roberts just because. What was the last thing that Julia Roberts did? And um, she and Meryl Streep has has continued on and on and on and still going strong. So I'll get rid of um, Meryl Streep. I mean, uh, Julia Roberts. <laughs> so no more Ocean's Eleven? I was going to say, dude. I mean, was she really a big part of that movie? Excuse you. <laughs> I mean, I mean well, yeah. Not as much as Ocean's Twelve. Where she played herself. <laughs> Where she played herself. Oh no, that was clever. No. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, we got time for one more. Yes. All right. This is from. This is where I came up with the idea, referencing something we were supposed to bring up a couple weeks ago as well. One movie has to go. Think about all the repercussions of this movie being gone. Batman. Wait, which one? The original Batman, nineteen eighty-nine. Okay. Michael Keaton. Jurassic Park, Armageddon, Independence Day. Lewis? Dude. No, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, Jurassic Park needs to go. Well, you got to go. All right. Well, good night, everyone. Jur- Jurassic <laughs> good, Park. Good freaking night. I'm out. Jurassic Park needs to leave. Uh, remove, all me, remove me from this podcast. No. Look, 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 look. You no. have one you really. Look. You have one really good movie. You look. You look. You had one really good movie, and then the rest of it sucked. Okay. Now the the whole um are the whole Jurassic World better because because of uh, Chris Pratt. Okay. But aside from the first one, aside from oh my god, that was so beautiful. Uh, it it's basically a horror movie with. Dinosaurs. That's it. Ooh. How dare you? Fighting <laughs> words, <laughs> dude. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. It's not as it's not a slam dunk like that. So if, if you take Jurassic Park out of like the pop culture lexicon, dude, there goes like like the advancements of CGI and animatronics and like storytelling with all the computers. Uh, it, it's like if you take Jurassic Park, I don't think you get Independence Day or Armageddon. Like you can't get those kind of things. Uh, uh, that's how I'm taking that uh, Harold's question, by the way. Like if you take this, like how does it affect everything else? Like yes, exactly. Okay, thank. Okay, so I, I am I am kind of getting it the way that that, that, that Harold asked because I'm trying to imagine like how do we get to the to the MCU that we, the, the Marvel universe that we have now if it wasn't for the Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park. Wow. <laughs> the Jurassic Park. I'm so flustered by Dennis's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it was just like such a, it, it was, um, you know, it, it's such a cultural uh, catalyst back then that it just it changed everything. Like it was, you know, Spielberg changed movies in the 80s with E.T. And he did it again with Jurassic Park in the, in the 90s. And I can't imagine... Like I said, uh, Independence Day and, and Armageddon stand 
only are are only there because of Jurassic Park. So I I can't say that that's uh, that one's a solid. That's got to stay for me. Um, Batman is going to stay, too, just because like if it wasn't for Keaton, I mean, yes, Keaton wasn't exactly the best Batman, per se, like, you know, in the scheme of things but like if it wasn't for that there would be no modern superheroes let's be honest like i love and you guys know i love my christopher reeves but even he might be a little more dated and if it wasn't for michael keaton and tim burton's vision like it wouldn't be the you know the, the superheroes movies wouldn't be the way they are now um so it's got to boil down to either armageddon or independence day and i think i i i'm too much of a homer for will smith like like dennis so i think armageddon's gotta go or i i love I can't even say I love Michael Bay. Like, but what did what like what did Armageddon really do, except for launch? You know, Michael Bay as as almost like as his own genre. Like, you know, you see a trailer is like, oh, that's like a Michael Bay movie, you know, or or you go into a you go into a, a movie watching big explosions and and not a lot of plot line or story and a lot of slow motions. Like, oh, they totally Michael Bay this movie. But Independence Day, I mean, besides. Uh, we can argue on this point, but besides Bad Boys and um, and 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 Men in Black, like I think Independence Day was the one that launched Will Smith's career, right? Safe to say, I mean mm-hmm. that 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 was that was it. Like if it wasn't for Independence Day, we wouldn't have the Will Smith that we have today. So I think uh, Independence Day stays. So um, sorry, Gracie, but Armageddon's gonna go. <laughs> I, I like the way you ended that one. I like it. <laughs> Now, um, one one of the things that I would have to say, uh, and while uh, I can appreciate it, uh, while I can appreciate it, nineteen, you know, uh, the, the 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 whole idea, the, the your your whole thing is the whole graphics. I, I can appreciate it, but um, think about the impact of of Armageddon and Independence Day. It, arguably, those two movies caused um you know like the idea of what a summer blockbuster movie was supposed to be um it it, watching those movies during that time became something that everybody looked forward to then after that it was always going to be what what, what's going to happen in the uh, during the summer there's always going to be some sort of like blockbuster there's always going to be some sort of like um you know nobody really talks about oh it's going to be special effects it's going to be some sort of action film that uh that uh, that would um uh, that would that would continue and to this day what what is it that we always look forward to in the in, in the summer is always an action movie some sort oh. of i mean take a look at it how many after armageddon um uh, you know left uh, it was shown um how many times did we see uh, movies about like uh, you know uh, the the death of the the, the world that, um, that happens um uh, same thing more with um with independence day but after um uh, after that uh, where did we see movies that are actually about dinosaurs where do we see movies about anything along those lines so uh, at least thematically, graphics, I, I'll give you that. But thematically, what it meant, what it, what it was for, I don't know. I'd still, I, you know, I'd still stick with Jurassic Park. I'd kick the crap out of that. I'm, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna hold that to my blue, my, my Jurassic Park Blu-ray. <laughs> just... I like the fact you only have one, you only have one, <laughs> one Blu-ray of of that one movie. <laughs> There's no other movies. There's no other movies. The other movies like, eh, it was good. Yeah. It was Lost it was fun. Lost World was still on uh, on regular DVDs. So. 
But yeah. Anyway, H, how about you, dude? Uh, you you didn't comment yeah, you, on the first three. What what's your? Yeah, what's you said you said there's you? no uh, you said there's no like um a tie a tiebreaker, but um you this know, one I kind of want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, Lewis and my <laughs> friendship is already over at this point. <laughs> um, we've we've already pretty much given up our um our our our. our uh, like uh, goddaughter and god godson <laughs> at this point, but you, you might you might be able to save something. In uh, sync, boys to men. Wait, what? <laughs> all for one for the Backstreet Boys. In sync, boys to men. All for one and Backstreet Boys. I think I'd get rid of. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> mm. Like your hair. Then uh, his brain shut down. I did. <laughs> if I'm doing I like. I swear. <laughs> it's staying, right? <laughs> you know what? I hope you enjoy this episode. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think this this requires more this requires more thought and research. Well, just look, let's leave that one open ended, and yeah. let's let our audience yeah, we'll, we'll use we'll, that as we'll, our poll. We'll post that the, as a poll. Yeah, we'll post it as a poll. Uh, and Lewis is good at sharing his poll. So, Jeez. audience, if you had to take one of those, I call them bands, but they're not really bands. <laughs> one of those groups out of existence. Which one is it going to be? And why is it not the Backstreet Boys? Ooh. <laughs> because, yes. because what, were they even gone? Is my question. Do they? They never. Because, <laughs> they declared, I, I'll, I'll, because they declared that Backstreet Backstreet's back. back and all right, but were they really gone? Is my question. Never gone. Were we really all right? <laughs> I think we weren't all right because were we back. ever all right? <laughs> I'm just going to put this in everyone's head. If you get rid of those guys, then I Want It That Way No Longer Exists. And that might be one of the greatest songs of all time. So. Might be. <laughs> Name me five better. Dylan, oh. Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, ooh, name, name better than, better than that. Um, how about um, I'll Make Love To You. <laughs> I know. Uh, how about on bended knee? Hello. <laughs> no, he just said, uh, how about I make love to you? Oh. <laughs> it was an offer, Lewis. And with that, we're friends again. And with that. <laughs> Back to friends. <laughs> okay, that's it for us today. I hope you enjoyed our episode. Um, as usual, if you like this sort of dorky commentary, uh, please make sure to check up all of our episodes. You can find us on the two fanboys, one casual.podby.com. And of course, on Facebook, you can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual drop uh, that name in the search bar. Join our group at us uh, at our page. Every time the, the podcast goes live, we'll be posting it there. 
Uh, not to mention, like I've, uh, like we've already mentioned during the podcast today, we have a very active um, Facebook group that loves to talk and chat about all the good stuff out there today, news, trailers, um, any rumors out there, any hot takes, uh, we share it there. So please join us. We'll gladly uh, add you on. And then on uh, Twitter and on Instagram, two fanboys, one casual. And then as usual, where you can find any of your regular podcasts, we are there as well. Okay, that's it for us today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Two fanboys and the filthy casual. See you guys next time. Peace. Which, which one of us do you get? Obviously, we know that one. We already have replacements. <laughs> I know.